Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, other people's failures. Amazon outage could have killed kittens. That wasn't the headline in the Wall Street Journal, but it could have been. This week, an AWS outage wreaked havoc on internet-connected devices all over the world. Some people who had trusted the feeding of their cats to automatic internet-connected feeding machines came home to find their homes shredded by hungry cats. Other people experienced that they couldn't uh, trade stocks. Uh, People who were into uh, the Amazon ecosystem found that they were sitting in the darkness yelling in vain at their Alexa devices for more light. Last month, it was Tesla. Tesla owners are used to being able to unlock their phones or unlock their cars with their phones. That works very well if the Tesla servers are up. If the Tesla servers are not up, but the phone has an internet connection, then it tries to connect to the Tesla server. It knows that it has an internet connection. So it depends on connecting to the server. When it can't connect to the server, the app doesn't work. Which meant that people who had, who (laughs) happened to be out of the house when the Tesla servers went down, they would be standing in front of their car on the parking lot outside the mall and weren't able to unlock their cars. So they would have to take an Uber home, rummage through their drawers, find their key card, take an Uber back, and then they could unlock their cars. On a personal level, these things are inconveniences. But on a professional level, this is a problem. Now, there are two ways this is a problem. One is when you buy a software as a service from some vendor. And the other is when you have a smart device. If you have an agreement with Amazon directly, if you're running your own software on Amazon, you are deploying to Amazon services, then you know what you have. Down Detector uh, monitors various websites and they discovered that about 10,000 sites went down as a consequence of this Amazon outage. So that's 10,000 sites that didn't have a backup plan. But that was completely within their control. They could have had. And surely you have a backup plan that will allow you to keep running if your Amazon service goes down. But the SaaS solutions. Well, you see, when you read the small print, it says that they have an uptime guarantee. But it does not cover events outside of their control. When you read that, you think, well, that means, you know, some kind of apocalyptic flood that uh, that uh, swamps the entire east coast of the United States or um, tornadoes or volcanoes or something like that. The problem is that your SaaS vendor uses that phrase to simply pass on the responsibility to their cloud provider. So when a SaaS vendor says events outside of our control, they mean when Amazon goes down. So that means that there is likely to be a disconnect between what you think your contract says and what your vendor thinks your contract says. 
And if this is a crucial system, something that's really important for your business, then you are going to have to drill down into your SaaS vendors' IT continuity plan. Because you'll find that they think that having the software running on two different data centers with the same cloud provider is sufficient resilience. It isn't for a critical system. The other area is your smart devices. That's all your logistics, your machine monitoring, your access cards. All of these devices don't talk to your service. They are connected via the internet to a server provided by the device vendor. Where does the device vendor run that server? Well, not in his own data center. No, he's bought it from Google or Amazon or Microsoft. So if one of them goes down, then you'll find that all of your smart devices will be cut off from communicating and they might as well not exist. That means that you're not going to get your production monitoring. That might mean that you're locked out of your building because your smart card and your smart card reader communicates with a server somewhere, a server that's somewhere in the cloud. Or your workers in the loading dock can't load trucks because they don't know what goes on which truck, because all of the RFID readers just return an error. So if you have any kind of smart devices, you are depending on your vendor. And your vendor is, again, depending on some kind of cloud service that you might know nothing about. So when you look at your systems list, you'll find some systems are not crucial. Most of them are not. For most of them, you can just depend on your vendor to do a best effort to keep the systems running. And if they're down for a few hours, well you'll survive that. But some of your systems are crucial. They are business critical. So you need to have a little star next to these systems on your systems list. And for those systems, you have to drill into the underlying infrastructure that your vendor is using. And you might find that your vendor is depending on a single cloud. And you might also find that that's not good enough for the business critical systems that you are running with them. So unless you check, you will be vulnerable to other people's failures. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.